Am I crazy or is accountability ridiculously hard to find? I have a solution and it's called Dad Matters Masterminds. This is a six month subscription based community once a week for one hour. I'll be jumping on a Zoom conference with several dads. We're gonna have lively discussion and we are going to champion accountability. If you are ready, email me, mana3media, that's M-A-N-A, the number three, media, at gmail.com. Mana3 Media. Parents out there and friends everywhere, I'm David Wilkinson. I'm a dad of three, a husband and a storyteller who's interested in talking to and learning from distinct parents. And whether the conversations are on my backyard deck, in my car, or on my kayak, welcome to Dad Matters. So we're sitting at a diner, me and my friend Josh Myers, and he's doing a final mic test while I eat a bit of eggs here. Well, parents, welcome back to another episode of Dad Matters, and this specifically is my winter series called Dads and Diners. And I'm sitting here in a diner eating some lovely scrambled eggs and eating some sausage and drinking some coffee and hanging with my man, Josh Myers. Yeah, let's do it. Yep. Cheers. How you doing, Josh Myers? Doing well. Feeling good. Got the coffee going, man. It's cold outside today. Josh, the Big format time. for this more or less is I'm going to put this little uh, uh, basket of information on the table. I'm going to let you choose. Green Tupperware. Yeah, the green Tupperware. And these, these I've got fresh. some pre-thought through questions. Yeah. You have no idea which ones you're going to be reading from. By choice. By choice. Yes. I, I have chosen them, <laughs> uh, but you have no idea. I have no clue. You're clueless. Uh, not clueless. You're, you're not <laughs> clueless. You know what I'm saying. Uh, I don't know if I know what you're <laughs> No, I would never. I would never. Uh, but basically, before we get into these, yeah. uh, let's introduce you a little bit to cool. our dad audience. You were uh, on one micro episode a while back mm. in season one. Uh, and we were just chatting and talking life. I don't even specifically remember the content, but I remember thinking I wanted to grab you and get you on because you're my sound designer, you're one of my editors, and so, but this longer form version has been a long time coming. And yeah, um, I sure. remember when we first talked about deep things. Hmm. Uh, I think it was on one of our road trips. Yeah. Which, which one? Like, it's been so I many. think it was, <laughs> I think we were in Bend, Oregon. Ah, uh, yes. I think we were sitting in a gazebo. Yes, we were. <laughs> <laughs> you asked and I knew. Yeah, we're doing good. We're doing good. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, but I remember uh, it didn't take much for you to go deep, and I love that. Mm. Because I you, you at least at this point know that I can get into it pretty quickly with whoever I'm talking with and just start really talking about real stuff. Yeah, um, absolutely. I always crave that in, in relationships. Me too, man. So I picked up on that pretty quick. <laughs> well, good. With you. I, I wear it right on my sleeve, man. Yeah. I don't I don't, I don't, don't hide much. I can't. It's just, it's all kind of right yeah, there. Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, I don't think I should either. What's the point? <laughs> I mean, why, what are we hiding why for? Why waste time? Let's get to some real stuff. I mean, let's not, uh, 
uh, what's the point? <laughs> what is the point of all of that? I ask myself that all the time. And then you gotta hide, and it's deception, and then you gotta cover lies, and it's, it's hard to be consistent. <laughs> we're not talking about the same things right now. Apparently we're not, so <laughs> we'll move on. <laughs> uh, no, but you were talking to me about your own dad. Mm. You mentioned uh, how you were brought up, and you mentioned some things that you were wanting to, I'm gonna use the word course correct, but you can use your own words, mm. about how you wanted to be with your kid based on your upbringing right um, so you have the floor man you can say whatever you want about that but ultimately mm -hmm. I want to get to what's life like under your roof what's parenting look like in your house but yeah proce proceed I'm gonna drink a little coffee um, the, the funny thing is so far I've noticed that there's not much doing it different really kids are kids they need specific things. They need structure. They need presence. They need correcting. They need timeouts. You know, it's, it's all kind of the same. Right. So it, it's it's a point now where I'm trying to figure out. Well, if the kids are the same, if I'm the same as my son, then it's the parenting. It's it's me that's been that needs to change. Mm -hmm. That needs to grow. You know. Mm. So parenting is not about them. It's about me all the time. And that's that's been the most kind of shocking thing about it is it always comes back to what am I not paying attention to what don't I know yet huh. what don't I know about myself yet and that it, it's just that especially looking back from like even our conversation in Ben like looking back from even that point on it's it's been more my growth that's made me in my opinion a better dad than you know anything I've seen him experience that makes you know, a lot of sense. It's, it's like if you get in a new relationship and you think it's going to be different. It's like, no, you're taking your baggage with you in every relationship you go into. Yeah. You know, so all in all, it boils down to me, my experience as a father, not his experience of a childhood. Kind of an ongoing chipping away yeah. to get to the purity of who you are. That's right. Uh, because they they're consistently kids. Yeah, they're the exactly. Yeah. they're consistently kids. We have the hard work. <laughs> we do. They just play and poop and whatever. Scream and yeah. whine and kisses and, and ask they for do food. Their thing. Yep. And, and then we bring it to them. <laughs> yeah, but how we bring it to them is the important part. They've got it figured out. <laughs> them and the dogs, Yo. they've got it all figured out. Yeah. Just bring everything to me. Yep. <laughs> but you um, have a real special love for your son mm. Peter and I say that because I've watched you mm. as an eyewitness love on Peter from out of state uh, <laughs> over the phone at work that kid knows he's loved by you you're not just like hey buddy how's it going your voice goes up an octave when you talk with him and you have this joy button that has been pushed and it's it's all on mm. and you're you're very real with him it's not a show that you're trying to perform absolutely not but man i i remember the first time i watched you facetime with him on the road and i was like oh my gosh he really loves this kid well man mm. it was cool that was a very cool That's thing to see good to hear yeah i mean it he definitely brings out some extra gear yeah you know what I mean like he just he just turns me up and it's fantastic so cool yeah yeah he's a good he's a good little guy so for the <laughs> people who don't know you 
we've mentioned you and we've mentioned Peter. What's yeah. what's the extent of your your uh, the house of Myers? So it's me. I'll be 34 in March of 2020. My wife Haley, uh, who turns 31, December 26th, worst birthday ever. <laughs> She hates it. Really? Yes. So she, she'll be 31 this year, and then uh, there's Peter, who's three mm -hmm. and a half. He'll be four in February. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's... Well, then there's Pip and Penny, our two bunnies that we take care of. And uh, that's pretty much us, man. I didn't know about Pip and Penny. Yeah, man. We got... Uh, I was over at your house the other night. I didn't meet them. They are on the back porch because they stink up the house and they destroy everything that we oh. have. Gotcha. So we don't like them. I don't like them. Peter likes them. Yeah. So we keep them. There you go. They'll be dead soon. And that's the re oh. <laughs> Those bunnies gotta die. They, they're gonna. Kill them. Yeah. There might or may or may not be something in their food at some point. I'll, I, I'll I shoot them in the head. Look, I <laughs> There's a lot of gunshots in our neighborhood, so no one would notice. <laughs> I, incidentally, I, I would never harm a fly. Yeah. And actually, I think this would count. So my wife, Nanny's a little girl named Penelope. Okay. She is a year younger than Peter. Yeah. Uh, and she's at our house every day. Oh, she's around quite a bit. So she is around, yeah. So Peter is uh, quite the bossy pants when she's around because mm -hmm. he's it's his roost, you know, his nest. Lord of the manor. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she's a big part of our, uh, of our little family too, I think. Okay. Yeah. Very, very cool. Well, I say we jump right in, man. I've I've put a lot of TLC mm. into this basket of questions, so grab away, pick whichever one you can't uh, you can't see them. I can't see them. You pick whichever one you want, read it out loud, and we'll just shoot from the hip, see what you got. Okie doke. Let's. I'm just gonna right off the top. Yep, smart. right off the top. You are gonna be up all uh, night long. I, I'm good. I'll just do the one. What is something that you want to either avoid as a dad or make sure of? Man, give me an example of what would be sure. a, a quick answer of what you would do. For me? Yes. This will be for me. Yeah. What's something that you want to either avoid as a dad or make sure of? Something I want to avoid as a dad is not uh, giving uh, answers to questions that are not being asked. Mm. Um, yeah. Something I want to make sure of is that I uh, listen more than I talk yeah. to my kid. Stuff like that. Yeah. Of course, I thought these through, so yeah. it's easier for me to just go. Well, that's right why from I there. wanted to riff off of an answer from you, because it's feel free. Yeah. Um. I, I want to make sure that my son always feels like he can ask me any question. Mm hmm I think that's important, and I think a lot of people would agree. But like. I, from my own experience, it's all. It was always certain things you just don't talk about. Yeah. You know, it was a very whitewashed upbringing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Very, uh, very moral. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of, not a lot of reality or gray areas to discuss. Mm -hmm. You know, which threw me for a tailspin when I got older, and I'm, you know, living a life of questions now. You mm -hmm. know, so I would rather. I want to make sure. That Peter knows that every topic, everything is on the table for discussion. So let me let me dig in. Yeah, I think every dad would say that. I agree. But it's not necessarily executed. Yeah. It's a concept. So how? Yes. It's a thought. Yeah. That everyone would say, oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. 
So for you, how are you going to make sure? Mm. Inquiring minds want to know, James. Yeah. <laughs> I, my first thought is that it's going to come down to honesty. Me starting a lot of conversations. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, not, not advice uh-huh. or telling him what to do, uh-huh. but more like, yeah, starting conversations that quite honestly would make him uncomfortable. Because uh-huh. you're going to be uncomfortable in new territory at any stage of life. Right. You know? Yeah. So, like, starting those at appropriate ages, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. if it's the sex talk, obviously it has to wait. But, right. like, yeah, I think if I push the envelope on those conversations, I feel like that's one of the things that will make it normal. I think that's what it is more like, is I want Peter, I want to trust him with stuff. Yeah. You know, and how much more validating as a son is that? I mean, my God, my father trusts me with something this interesting or this vulnerable. Yep. Holy crap. But yeah, I can talk to him about anything. So when it comes time to do the sex talk, you're going to go first. You're going to be like, let me tell you a little story. <laughs> About the fish I got, and the egg. Yeah. I got a real wing dinger of a story here for you, son. <laughs> I want to pull up a chair. I almost spit my coffee on you. <laughs> oh, man. Ah. All right. Good answer. Good answer. Let's move on. Uh, share a story of choice about being a dad. Ah. The only thing that comes to mind is a little mundane, but uh, I'm a musician, yeah. and music changes my mood, changes the trajectory of my day. It's amazing. I love it. And it's this thing that my son also is kind of enjoying. I'm not pushing him to play anything yet, but right. it's like the first memory I have, like I put on an Andrew Osinga record. Yeah. And he is in, he's swaddled up. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, upset about something. It's just me and him at the house. And I pick him up. I put on this Andrew Singer record and just start just kind of dancing with him. And, uh, yeah, he just calmed down. Oh, man, that's nice. You know what I mean? It, it was 50% because I was rocking him, 50% the music, you know? But it for me, it laid a foundation you know, it's where at now, like part of our bedtime routine is he gets to pick two songs and mm-hmm. we sing them as a family at bedtime. Mm. Uh, he wants to turn the radio up loud in the car, you know, and he likes the indie rock station. You know, he hates it when I change it to anything else. Like mm-hmm. if I got to go to 90s hip hop, mm-hmm. he hates it. He wants to go back to the rock and roll station. Right. So <laughs> he loves rock and roll. So yeah, it, yeah, music, that first time I put on a record for him and we just sort of, unaware but we it meant something to me to see him kind of calm down and enjoy it we have little dance parties and stuff now and like we'll just get the wiggles out you know listening to Foo Fighters baby yeah Uh, even better yes even better it's so good (laughs) it's so good man and like we have Sirius XM yeah and they don't take out any of the the naughty words. Oh yeah. So it's a chance to teach him too, like <laughs> words he can't say. <laughs> but here's an example, it. son. Of what, yeah, yeah. yeah. This other podcast that I work on, uh, a guest on there. He's a music slash anthropologist, and he talks about how music has always been actually a cultural marker mm. uh, for people. And I just started thinking about like historical events in my life and. There are particular songs that when I hear them, I know exactly where I was, I know exactly what I was doing. Yep. 
it's really tangible. Like I, I can really detail it in my mind. And it's because of that stupid song. Yeah. Or because of that great song, you know? Or because of that simple rhythm or that complex uh, chorus hook or whatever. The first time I told my wife I loved her was mm -hmm. on accident. Uh-huh. We were in college and I got in her car. It's this white Honda I drove here. Yeah. We still have it. I got in the passenger seat. She turned it on and Death Cab for Cutie came blaring out of the speakers. Uh-huh. That's my favorite band of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh, wow, I love you. You know, it was like one of those weird moments. And we both kind of like, uh, <clears throat> yep. And that happened. And, it, and I remember to this day, it was uh, Bixby Canyon Bridge, the first track on the Narrow Stairs record. For Death Cab for Cutie. Check it out. So if it wasn't for Death Cab for Cutie, <laughs> you may not be married. That's very true. <laughs> one That's more? Great. Yeah, let's do one more. One more. Go for it. If you had two minutes only to share uh, what your legacy is, what is it? So it's the two minute legacy. It's the two minute legacy. Man, that's the toughest thing ever. <laughs> uh, I'll have some more. I'll just take a top off. That'd be great. Thank you. This actually gets interesting. I mean, we miscarried our first baby. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, it's funny that that is actually when I say I became a dad is with her. And um, that one's always going to be there, you know? Yeah. Um, but speaking of honesty, before I start the legacy thing, I mean... To be, to say that that's when I became a dad, you know, I never actually, I don't think I ever actually got to grieve her. And that is something I would not recommend you do. You don't need to be strong all the time. Um, there's not, it's not gonna make you better it's not going to make you better for your partner. It's you, if you can talk to somebody or grieve in your own way, make time for grief, because there's a time for that, you got to do it. That's, that's important. If I would have taken more time to, to grieve earlier, I think it would have made a bigger difference long term. So that, I think that's important. Yeah, um, yeah. Two minute legacy. Um, there are a lot of opinions and voices that make us, they, they, they really try to convince us that they know what's right for us. And if I was speaking to Peter, it, it's more about finding a way around other people's opinion. I think because if you grow up and don't know what you want the way I feel like I have, you're, it's gonna, you're gonna be hard pressed to find things that you can really throw yourself into. Yeah. Um, it took me a long time to just call myself an artist. Ooh. 
I, it wasn't until I was probably 30. But I was an artist when I was 14 years old. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. So it's like, but the, the, the opinion of other people, like, no, you need to go to college. No, you need to, you know, get married. No, you need to have a family. No, you need to buy a house. Like, there's just all of these expectations that come that, that um, there's all these expectations that force you down a road mm -hmm. that isn't exactly what you could bring to the table, what you could live out in your life. The only the only thing I could say is don't let the other people's voices push you too far off course. That's the best I can do. That's great, man. <laughs> but I'm only 34, so I don't know. It'll it's the change. best I can do. That's fantastic. <laughs> it'll change in 10 years, but yeah. Well, I hope not. I hope that it'll be maybe added on to, but yeah. that that's pretty pure. I mean moving away from any kind of comparison or condition or yeah. convention yeah. is probably a really good thing yeah I, th I think so man i mean especially think talking about dads you know if i'm comparing myself to my dad or my stepdad what's the point in that i mean you know their version of manhood of career of success of being a good husband you know uh, of what kind of sports you should be into, like anything. If I compare myself to any of that stuff, I'm I'm less than what they are. <laughs> I'm not them, mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. what I mean? I mean, talk about honesty. Like, I'm honestly nothing like either one of them. Uh, and it took me a long time to be okay with that, mm. you know? Mm. I usually put a lot of distance between me and other people. Yeah. Simply because I just, I'm never, oh, this is true of everyone, but we're, we're not like anybody else. David, you're not like anybody else. Correct. So you, we, it's, it's a little bit of work and a little bit of risk to be friends with people, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So putting yourself out there, putting your true self out there yeah. is scary. Totally. Especially like, and from my vantage point, it, it is especially because I've spent so much time in the background pulling back from people because I haven't been authentically me or brought myself fully to the table, you know. I.e., this relationship is a risk. Exactly. It's nice. It's easy to be your friend. Yeah. But it's still, it still carries risk. And that's... That's parenting. That's yeah. That's uh, marriage with Harry. That's yeah. with my wife Cheryl. Yeah, siblings. Any relation? I guess any relationship. Any, yeah. And I'm glad that this is a risked relationship that you are willing to have. Oh man, you're a good friend. It sounds bad coming from when you say it like that, but I totally know what you mean. You know what I mean. I though. do definitely. Yeah. Do. But that's my thing. I overthink everything. Just I'm like my son. I'm overthinking that I even brought it up right now. <laughs> and thank you for all you have ever, ever done for Dad Matters. Oh, man, of course. Everyone, Josh has been a cameraman, an editor, a sound designer, a rah-rah cheerleader. A brainstormer. A brainstormer. A and sounding tonight, board. A yeah. guest. Yes. <laughs> and finally. Uh, finally. <laughs> took long enough. <laughs> All right, dads, until next time, mm. put down your phones and hug your kids. Be sure to join us for the next Dads and Diners miniseries episode at the next Greasy Spoon, Wednesday, January 22nd.